It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Sponsored by Taylor Made and the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Now, here's your host, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Members, friends, and players, good afternoon. Welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun. Thank you for tuning in to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. It was an exciting weekend in New Jersey. Golf courses are back open, the weather was spectacular, and the tea times were as scarce as a toilet paper on the shelves at Costco. But nonetheless, we're playing, and to discuss New Jersey golf, we have two very special guests. But first, a quick thank you to those who helped make all of this happen. TaylorMade Golf, leading the way with their match that they announced this past week. Kudos to them, New Jersey Golf Foundation, Summit Golf Brands, and a special thanks to all our healthcare providers out there. We haven't forgotten about you, Springdale Golf Live. We appreciate you, we love you for all that you're doing. And speaking of love, don't forget, it's Mother's Day weekend, so let's celebrate with mom on Sunday. As for now, the dog days are over. We're playing golf, it's only gonna get better. Here we go, folks, Friday afternoon. You knew the routine, let her rip. Turn it up. Joined this week by two of New Jersey's excellent executive directors. You know, Kevin Purcell, the man from the New Jersey State Golf Association, and Chris Bauer of the New Jersey PGA. These two have been intimately involved in the return of golf in New Jersey, so I'm fortunate they could spare a couple of minutes this afternoon to give our listeners a recap of the return of our great game. Kevin Purcell, welcome to Springdale Golf Live. How are you doing today, bud? Doing great, Keith. Thanks for having me. All right, and Chris Bauer, I know you're on the line as well. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Same thing. Thank you for having us today. All right. Well, it's, you know, these are tremendous times. And uh, without focusing on the pandemic or anything like that, after 40 something days, after six weeks, golf is back in New Jersey. Um, Kevin, let's start with you. Kevin, what are your thoughts on the return this past weekend of golf? Saw a lot of smiles this weekend, Keith, for the first time in 40 days. Uh, People were happy to be on the golf course. I know it wasn't everybody. Some people got shut out of their clubs and courses. Some of the public courses didn't open yet. But uh, those people who did get the chance to get out were happy and smiling. Uh, They were just thrilled. I just uh, walked through the parking lot here at Galloping Hill, and I ran into somebody who just got off the golf course. I said, how'd it go out there? He said, hey, I'm just happy to be out here. Kind of sums it up. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about that. How about you, Chris? Um, What are your thoughts on golf being back? Definitely a lot of excitement. After every winter, you're always excited to get that first round in. So the added layoff just added more to the excitement when everybody was finally to get finally able to get back out there. So it was great to see all around. We just talked about it. it's been about six weeks since we've played golf. How did this all how do we get to this point that this weekend we finally got golf open? Because it seemed for for a while there that we were going to be in a holding pattern, at least as far as when the roadmap came out, you know, about a week and a half ago. And then all of a sudden that Wednesday this infamous Wednesday, we had golf back. So, Kevin, I'll start with you. Where did this whole process start? So I think the process actually started before the shutdown. 
the fact that the golf clubs start and the courses started taking it seriously, the social distancing and the cleansing of the facilities started. <clears throat> so the, by the time, uh, by the time the shutdown came and, and uh, uh, you know, there were, we were a lot of, there was a lot of people already thinking about what to do next shutdown came and uh, you know, Chris and I uh, are involved in a group, the Allied Golf Associations of New Jersey uh, just reached out to them and we got on our initial call and said, uh, what are you hearing? What do you know? Uh, and that's, uh, you know, this, the uh, Golf Course Superintendents Association, the Club Managers Association, the Golf, Club, the Golf Course Owners Association, the two PGA sections that are in the state, Philadelphia and uh, down south, and then the New Jersey uh, 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 section. And then, uh, and then us at the NJSGA. So, Chris, give, give me your experience of that first call after everything shut down. You know, what was the call like and what was the what was the immediate reaction and plan um, for all these allied associations of New Jersey coming together? I think when the shutdown first started, there were there were still a lot of questions with regards to golf course maintenance. So the first focus was making sure that facilities were able to maintain their grounds and their property. The, the next conversation went to making sure that when golf is open again, that facilities are ready to do so safely, not only for their staff, but also for all the players. Um, the one thing I would add, Kevin actually sent an email on March 16th. So it was definitely before the closures is when we started collaborating. You know, we collaborate as a group once or twice a year on a regular basis. Obviously, we've collaborated a lot more frequently in the last 40 plus days with what is going on. But the communication has really been superb amongst those groups. And what are the next steps um, that you guys have laid out as, as far as getting us back through these phases and then returning golf to completely what it was? Yeah, I mean, we'll continue to communicate at least once a week and definitely as needed. You know, as you said before, we don't know when things are going to change. So as different executive orders come out and we need to hop on a call, we will do so immediately. Uh, we have begun working with some county administrators and county council to to really further push our message and ensure that the safety guidelines are being followed. Obviously, we would like to see some of the restrictions lifted in, in the short term. You know, golf can still be extremely safe in foursomes or in intervals that are a little closer together. So we'll continue to, to work with the allied associations and the counties to get that message to the governor's office. You know what, folks, if you're just joining us, uh, that leadership voice and the one you heard earlier are two gentlemen that run state golf here in New Jersey. One is Kevin Purcell. He's the New Jersey State Golf Association's executive director. And the second gentleman who you just heard from there is Chris Bauer. He's the executive director of the New Jersey PGA. Now, thanks for outlining what you guys have been up to. It seems like you've been just a little busy like everybody else, but everybody was getting busy this past weekend out there on the golf course. And I saw online and social media there, uh, Mr. Purcell, that you were out playing golf. What was it like to play golf after six or seven weeks? Yeah, well, it was uh, it was great. It was great to be out there. We had, luckily we had a beautiful day. I uh, got shut out on uh, Saturday, so I was able to play Sunday. Uh, went out there with a good friend uh, up at Forest Hill, and uh, we just uh, threw our bags on our shoulders and walked eighteen holes. We did it in about three hours, um, and that's holing everything out. And uh, it was a it was a great experience. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, uh, and uh, you know it was a bit of a walk. You know, I hadn't uh, I hadn't been exercising as much as I should have. So it was a tires, tiresome walk, but it was uh, it, it was a great uh, great stroll through the park. And, and just for the record, you know, you being out there in a twosome, sixteen minutes apart, and, and you know, even if it was a foursome, I mean, at any time, did you feel like you weren't being socially distant? That you weren't 
safe, that, that you weren't doing the right thing? Absolutely felt safe. The only time that it's, it, there's any concern is at the beginning and end of the round. When you're out there on a golf course, you know, you're walking, you're not going to walk right next to each other. You're going to walk with some space. So, you know, it's just an extra thought to walk with a little bit more space. Uh, around the tees and green, it's, it's easy enough to remember not to just stand right next to each other. Um, you know, I, I, I overlooked the, the Galloping Hill first tee here, and I actually see uh, today people out there doing the right thing, spreading out, just being mindful of their position on the tee. And that's all that we really need to do to, to stay safe out here. Now, Chris, at, as the executive director of the New Jersey PGA, you have hundreds of PGA professionals you know, across the state reporting to you about what's going on at their facilities. You know, we just talked about what their reaction was. You know, everyone was psyched to get back. But then, you know, there becomes a whole level of questions. And, you know, obviously you've been fielding in the office there at the section has been fielding a lot of questions. Um, what if what first has been the sentiment that you've been hearing from all the different golf course operators and or PGA professionals? And, you know, what has the message of the office been? You know, going into opening day weekend, as I call it, was a little nerve wracking, but I would echo Governor Murphy's comments that he made on Monday about overwhelming compliance. I was pleasantly surprised by all of the good stories. A number of our golf professionals and facilities throughout the section shared a lot of those on social media. It was social distancing signs. It was the, the players being spread out. So again, those are all extremely rewarding to see and knowing that the golfing public and all of the members are continuing to follow the guidelines themselves. Um, you know, the, the other really, really positive thing I believe came out of this weekend was you saw a lot of excitement around family golf. One of the exceptions to get out there in a, in a foursome is through playing with your family. And I do think there were a number of families that took that opportunity and definitely, definitely enjoyed their time together out of the house and on the golf course. You know, I, I tell you, I saw a lot of that down here at Springdale. Now, you know, I, I may be asking a little bit too much here, but Chris, on behalf of that ally group, have you all heard any further messaging as to how far, how long these restrictions are going to go out? Anything I could offer right now would just be a guess, but that is the, the next component that we continue to work on. Again, the additional collaboration with the counties that we're working with is, is going to be super helpful pushing that forward. Um, you know, the, the players and the members that complied this past weekend, I think, are still excited and they're going to comply again. But the more times a, a player is shut out from playing or the more times a member has to play at 435 in the afternoon, it's going to become challenging as we get closer and closer to June. So hopefully we see some of those restrictions lifted in the near term. There's a challenge that faces all of us. And one of the things that I want to talk about this week on the show, take a quick break from our conversation here, is that on Tuesday, May 12th, the New Jersey PGA is starting the All-In Challenge. It begins with an online auction to raise money for the Salvation Army of New Jersey, the First Responders Children's Foundation, and the Father English Community Center in Patterson. This online auction showcases rounds of golf at many of New Jersey's premier golf clubs, lesson packages from our award-winning New Jersey PGA professionals, golf equipment, and signed sports memorabilia. All items have been donated by New Jersey PGA professionals, and 100% of the proceeds will be donated to charity. So to view the auction and start bidding, please check out njgolffoundation.org starting on Tuesday, May 12th. And if you'd like to make a donation at any time to the New Jersey Golf Foundation, who is a primary sponsor of here, Springdale Golf Live, please go to njgolffoundation.org and click the Donate Now button. And, you know, I was looking at, um, I got a preview from the executive director of the New Jersey Golf Foundation, and some of the courses that are going to be on this list are, are unbelievable. What do you hear these guys? 
you could play 27 holes at Ridgewood. You could play a Somerset Hills, Rocksiticus combo, Plainfield, The Ridge, Matitaconk, Hamilton Farm. We got lessons with uh, Bill Britton of uh, PGA Tour fame. You know, I'm, I'm even donating an in-studio experience so you can come on the radio show sometimes. So what do you guys think of that? A little all-in challenge from the New Jersey PGA professionals to raise some money for all those charities. Uh, that is a uh, – I give – I give the guys credit for coming up with the idea, you know, at a time when we all need something to do and, you know, uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, it's nice to be able to do something that's going to make a difference. Uh, we're going to, we're going to publicize that through all, all our communication channels, uh, just waiting on the, uh, the information to come from uh, the communications uh, uh, chairman, uh, Jason Fury. And uh, we're, uh, we're happy to be, uh, to help promote that to, to all the golfers in the state. I think my biggest challenge right now is since there's three of us together, if uh, if I have to buy one of those um, uh, tea times there at Ridgewood uh, through the silent auction, I only get to bring one of you guys with me, you know, so we got to talk to Governor Murphy and we're going to talk more to these guys. We'll be back in a, just a couple of minutes, but at first we have to take a break, folks. It's 3.15 p.m. here in Princeton. Thanks for listening to Fox Sports 920 in Jersey. We'll be back in a moment with two of golf's great leaders. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. Rich in distinguished history for nearly 125 years, Springdale Golf Club and its members have been beautifully making their mark as the best golf and social experience in our region. Our impact in the industry does not stop there. Did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management? Springdale's walkable and superbly conditioned William Flynn design course, now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level in our commitments to the member experience. Just announced as a significant expansion to the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard service initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about our club and all the incredible moments being made at Springdale Golf Club and through Troon Purvey, please take a visit of our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You know me as the Director of Fun. You're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. And before we get back to our discussion with New Jersey's amazing ambassadors for golf, if you missed it in the opening, we have Chris Bauer of the New Jersey PGA and Kevin Purcell of the New Jersey State Golf Association with us. Here's another song to turn up and enjoy. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now 
All right, let's get right back to our discussion with New Jersey's amazing ambassadors for golf. If you missed the opening, Chris Bauer of the New Jersey PGA and Kevin Purcell of the New Jersey State Golf Association are with me. Chris, let's start with you. Big part of the New Jersey PGA is running tournaments, right? And it was just announced, and I, I want to get Kevin's opinion on this too, but it was just announced that in about two weeks, we're going to see some live golf. And, you know, I know everyone's pumped for this. TaylorMade, who is another show sponsor, Springdale Golf Live, thanks to them. They're putting together this little match down at Seminole Golf Club in Florida. Uh, Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy versus Ricky Fowler and Matt Wolf. But that's the first time we're going to see a professional athlete perform anything in in months. What's your initial reaction to you hearing that that, you know, you are someone that runs golf tournaments for a living, Chris? You too, Kevin. Like, when when you first heard that announcement, Chris, what was your first reaction to the big match coming out? I was very excited, um, not just for the chance to watch some golf on TV. I'm really looking forward to golf in its purest form. I believe the players will be carrying their own bag. So to see the best players in the world carrying their own bag and honestly having fun, you know, it's kind of how we all started the game, carrying your clubs, having fun. That's what it's all about. So, All right, Kevin, then I'm going to give you the question. Who do you think will win, DJ and Rory? Or will it be Ricky and Matt Wolf? I like uh, Rory and DJ. Uh, not not uh, not in any for any particular reason, other than uh, you know they've got a few uh, majors under their belt, and uh, and that's an important thing to have in a match like this. Well, I think we're going to have to talk off air because I know Ricky Fowler has played in the Seminole Pro Member a number of times. So I, I kind of like the underdogs for some reason in this match. You know, the the uh, Matt Wolf swagger and the Ricky Fowler um, course knowledge. I don't know, but I, I'm with Chris. So I, I think it is going to be very, very cool. The reason I asked the question, it leads me down this road, is that the whole spring schedule for the New Jersey State Golf Association and the New Jersey PGA was put on hold. and I know that you all are meeting week in and week out discussing when that will all start. Do you all have a plan in place currently? And we'll start with you, Kevin, with the New Jersey State Golf Association, uh, about when you approximately think you're going to get back to it. So we have our the, the, the event that we have still on the schedule, the first event we have still on the schedule, is the mid-amateur at North Jersey in the first week in June. Uh, we've canceled everything up until that point, including the qualifiers for that event. Um, and we're hoping that things uh, get uh, going in the right direction so that we can uh, play that event uh, in the first week of June. Uh, the other things that we have had already postponed, the clubs have been tremendous at helping us uh, find uh, dates later in the season where we could uh, where we can reschedule those events. Uh, the amateur has actually also been moved. Our amateur is at Arcola. It was scheduled for the second week of July. We've moved that to the fourth week of August, just in anticipation of some issues. But uh, uh, our, our, our open, the Centennial Open is being played the third week of June at uh, Knickerbocker, which is the, uh, the golf club that, uh, that hosted the first Open back in 1921. So we're very excited about that. So there are things on the schedule. We can't wait to get to them. We just have to have a few things kind of fall into place before we can actually uh, get the season going. 
And Chris, for you and the New Jersey PGA, are you guys following a similar mindset? Uh, yes, we are. Right now, I believe we are targeting June 1st for our first professional event. And Chris, let me ask you this question. Um, let's say, for example, that um, we aren't at a position where the club houses are open and there's food and beverage, et cetera, available. Does the New Jersey PGA feel like they'll still run tournaments? I think those discussions are on a tournament by tournament basis. Some of the smaller events we can continue forward with just golf. You know, we do not need the food and beverage component, but there's other events where the food and beverage component and the social socialization is truly what makes the event so special, such as the charity clam bake, you know, the gathering, the storytelling, the charitable components. Those are all extremely important to events like that. And Kevin, how New Jersey State Golf Association, you have a similar mindset? We do. I think with the amateur tournaments, we can get away with uh, just playing the golf without the food and beverage component a little bit more than some of the pro events. Well, you guys bring up an interesting point about the professionals playing with the amateurs. And there's just a couple events on both of your calendars that work in synergy with one another. One of them is the State Open and another one of them that I know of, the State Senior Open, which was going to be in May, right around Memorial Day weekend. And we pushed that back to September. Can you guys uh, tell me what that event is like so my listeners, who especially are members, have an idea of the type of level of play that's coming to the course this year and, and what they'll see in late September when it comes to the State Senior Open? And I'll start with the amateur perspective is, and I'll start with you, Kevin. It's a great event. We love the event. It's an opportunity for the amateurs to play with the golf professionals. Uh, you know, it's, and, and anytime you play in a senior event, it seems to be uh, the camaraderie uh, is that much uh, more important to the overall uh, success of the event. Uh, so it's great. Uh, I'm planning on playing this year for my first time. Uh, I had uh, played in the state senior amateur last year at, at Springdale and thoroughly enjoyed it. So I want to come back uh, and, and try to play in, uh, in, the, in the state senior open this year. Uh, Chris, the professional side, you know, the the senior circuit that you manage uh, of the New Jersey PGA, there's some really good players out there. Who are some of the guys that we can expect are going to be here in late September that are going to compete for that title? That's a good one. So some of our, our past senior open champions would include Frank Esposito, Bill Britton, Brent Studer, Jim McGovern, just to name a few. Well, I tell you, you know, Jim McGovern and Bill Britton are both PGA Tour winners. I mean, you could start and end the list with those guys right there. But it's it's going to be a fun event, and we're really looking forward to it. And, folks, if you're just joining us, we're about wrapped up for this afternoon on Friday. And we have Kevin Purcell, the executive director of the New Jersey State Golf Association, and Chris Bauer from the New Jersey PGA. He is their executive director. And uh, week in and week out, we like to have a little fun on Springdale Golf Live. And uh, I've been tempering the amount of fun and uh, stuff that we've been doing lately, just, just based upon the subject matter. But I feel like uh, the three of us have been good friends for a long time. I know, Chris, you've been with the section since 2001 as an intern. I think you started full-time in 02. And Kevin, you know, you were running Bergen County Golf there forever, and, and you joined up with the New Jersey State Golf Association in, what is it, 2015 as their executive right. director? All right, so... And uh, I've been here at Springdale for the start of my now 12th season and our 125th season. But uh, I thought we could uh, get away with a little quarantine Q&A. So you guys up for this right now? Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Kevin, what's the best new habit you picked up during quarantine? Getting up early. Chris? Cooking. Chris, what's your favorite room in your house? The kitchen. <laughs> And for you, Kevin? Kitchen. 
Kevin, the most interesting chore or task you've performed over the last six plus weeks? I've, uh, it's, I don't mean to uh, repeat what Chris is saying, but uh, cooking, uh, I've enjoyed cooking, getting back to it. All right. Well, okay. So if the clubhouses don't open, what you guys are saying is that you'll be working the grill. Absolutely. Okay. When they come off the golf course. And for you, Chris, the most interesting chore or task? Uh, the most interesting task I learned is how to braid my daughter's hair. Ooh, I like that. I, I have failed yet to get into that realm. All right. Um, Kevin, when you can't play golf, what else do you do? I actually draw. Not many people know that because I haven't done it. Uh, I haven't done it a lot over the last couple of years, but uh, in the last 40 days, I've done it a lot. And Chris? Working out, working out, running, jogging with the kids. Quick uh, TV question. Uh, Kevin, Tiger King, yes or no? No. Chris, Tiger King, yes or no? Negative. All right. Then let's switch to The Last Dance. I mean, these are the only two things on TV, right? Kevin, The Last Dance, have you watched any of that? Absolutely. And and it's, it's on the uh, advice of my fiance. She really wanted to watch it. And uh, we sat down and it's been terrific. Chris Bauer, Michael Jordan fan, you watching The Last Dance? I have not yet. Check it out because Kevin's right. It is it is spectacular. It's some great storytelling by ESPN. Okay. What do you miss most at the golf course besides the golfers? Chris. Besides the golfers. Being outside on a physical golf course. Open air. Kevin, what is it about a golf course that you miss the most besides the golfers? I love those long shadows late in the evening. Right before it gets dark, long shadows, cool evenings, good golf shots. Very cool. All right. One last very positive question for both of you. What is the most generous act you have experienced or seen during quarantine? Chris, I'll start with you. Uh, I would point to Springbrook Country Club. I think they were the first club to, to really jump on board and they donated some supplies to nearby Morristown Medical Center. That was a great that was a great story and good job by Tony Santillo and the Springbrook Country Club membership up there. Awesome story. And for you, Kevin? I I honest to God, I think it's the patience of the golfers. Uh knowing that the weather was good and uh it, you know, we were chomping at the bit to get started, but people by and large, vast majority of people were patient, giving this giving the governor his due, giving him the time to get this thing under control. And it seems to have worked, and uh, we're going to get back to golf uh, in short term. Well, I tell you what, I, you know, I, I think that's a very thoughtful answer, Kevin. And the reason why is that all of us golfers, I think, have been able to be patient because we have followed your lead and we have followed Chris's lead. You guys have done a tremendous job during this spring of 2020 and getting us to the point now where we're back on the golf course. Please keep continuing to lead and being patient and being thoughtful for all of us. We will follow. Appreciate your time today on Springdale Golf Live. Chris, Kevin, good luck going forward. I know our paths will cross many times this season, if not for sure at the State Senior Open in late September. All the best to you and your families, your staffs. Chris, thank you. You're very welcome. It was a pleasure being on. I hope everybody has a great Mother's Day weekend. And Kevin, thank you to you as well. Yeah, Keith, always good to be with you and always good to see Chris too. All right. Well, that's it, folks. 
That's Springdale Golf Live for this Friday afternoon. And uh, as Chris Bauer so eloquently put there, uh, let's just get out and and take care of all those moms this weekend. You know, we may not be able to get to all those great brunches or anything else, but there's no doubt that it's Mother's Day weekend. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention my mom. So happy Mother's Day to you, Christine. Thanks for always listening. Thanks for being there. I know you're out there right now. So I love you. Happy Mother's Day and enjoy your Sunday. I hope we get some great weather. Once again, we'd like to throw a big thank you out there to all of our healthcare providers and everyone that is following the governor's orders. You're doing a great thing. Make sure you stay home. You stay safe. Everyone, let's be smart. Let's get this thing behind us as soon as possible. I know we'll be back out on the course and foursomes before we know it. And over there at Springdale, I know we've had a great time this week playing golf and getting back to all those wonderful things that make our club so great and has made it so great for the last 125 years. Enjoy this weekend, folks. I'll be back next Friday. And in the meantime, you know what? Let's take advantage of the fact that golf is back and there's all sorts of great things going on in New Jersey. And before I send you over to Doug Gottlieb and continue this fantastic Friday afternoon, let's thank those sponsors one more time. TaylorMade Golf, New Jersey Golf Foundation, Summit Golf Brands, and F.H. Wadsworth. Certainly want to thank my man on the board for this afternoon's hard work, Mr. Wade Weezer, my Springdale Board of Governors for their support, Troon Golf Management, and most importantly, all of you. You know I love my listeners. So I'm heading to Springdale, but where are you headed? We'll let the tower be your guide. And from Sussex County to Cape May, and of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale Mother's Day. This has been Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the team next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920, The Jersey.